The Prince's Trust is a national charity, and the prince in question is, in fact, His Royal Highness, the Prince of Wales. He's the founder and the president uh, for this international organization, a charity that delivers impact across this country. It helps through programs. It helps young people overcome barriers to employment, prepare for the changing world of work, and it provides entrepreneurship training and support for veterans. Now, I'm going to declare my bias right up front here because I participate in one of the programs that uh, this organization does. It's the Princess uh, Operation Entrepreneur at the University of Regina. So we're going to talk about all those things. And we have with us Kathleen Kilgore, who I see every summer in Regina. She's the Senior Program Manager at the Princess Trust Canada. And she's been doing this for six years. And I'm telling you, she works like a dog. So uh, we're really, really glad that you take a few minutes off and talk with us about this as we head into the Christmas season. And I think discovering that people are trying to do the right thing. We can't go out and buy a bunch of stuff so uh, we want to make our impact another way. Welcome. Thank you. This is wonderful. <laughs> it's great to see you. And we, we did this uh, Operation Entrepreneur uh, this summer, of course, at Regina. But we, I only got to participate via Zoom. So in a was, little bit of it. In a little tiny box, in a little tiny one day of it. Uh, why don't we start there? Why don't you talk about that? And we'll get to the uh, other parts of the program. Sure. Well, um, you know, we offer uh, a continuum of programming uh, for veterans and their families to start businesses. And the, you know, the biggest thing, our, our biggest impact and our longest running program is the boot camps. And we run four of them across Canada. And you participate in the one um, in Regina every year. Every year that I've been doing it, you've been there. So, you know. I, um, I've got to say I get a lot of cred because when I tell people I'm going to boot camp, they actually think I'm doing something And you don't have to correct tough. them. I'm not, I, and I won't. Okay, carry on. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we so part so part of boot camp is it's it's bringing uh, uh, transitioning members and veterans together and bring there's 20 of them in each cohort and we bring them to the University of Regina. They come from all over Canada. We bring them. We put them in a classroom and the University of Regina uh, business school faculty and the and the uh, the you know, Regina business community, mm -hmm. all sort of plays a part in helping them move their businesses forward over sort of a period of seven days. You know, during the day, boot camp is, you know, it's in-classroom stuff. It's, uh, it's you know, the fundamentals of finance, accounting, uh, social media, you know, uh, business planning. Uh, and But then there's the evening. There's the networking parts in the evening. There's the going to visit, you know, uh, local entrepreneurs. It's like networking opportunities like we have in, in person um, there. And, uh, you know, Q&A sessions with experts. And it's really, um, it's a community building thing. It's a, it's a cohort building for the veterans themselves. But it's also sort of putting, building this ecosystem around them. And that's really what boot camp is all about. It's, bu it's building an entrepreneurial support ecosystem of which, you know, um, people like you are, are important members. And, and people have to really understand that a lot of these folks, these men and women that show up, they may have uh, injury, either physical or psychological from their time in the service. Uh, and the larger question, I think, and, and any of us who work with the military understand that it's really hard to transition out of the military, particularly if you went in young. Somebody's been running your life for 20 or 30 years. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and I think that comes with you know an obvious set of assumptions. And I think any I think everybody can appreciate how difficult it is to change careers, mm-hmm. and uh, and everybody's had little transitions, you know, in their lives themselves. But if if you think about um, of your whole life being left behind, and I think it's I think it actually has more to uh, more in common with like an Olympic athlete than yeah. anything else because yeah. they have dedicated their whole life singularly focused on learning one particular skill so incredibly well and then they and then when they trans when when for some whether voluntarily or through medical reasons they can no longer do what you know they've been trained to do you know in in an olympic athlete capacity you know what do they do and you know and as we think about olympic athletes we think wow you know what they are so you know they've got so many skills you know they're so determined they're so they're so um disciplined disciplined right okay so the different interesting difference between this is where sort of the the you know the metaphor diverges because with olympic athletes you are focused on you you know and you know and doing your best for you know for you um and but in the military you're hyper focused on you are actually the last person you pay attention to exactly it is you know it's men mission self you know it's 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 your peer it's the mission it's your peers around you and then you look after yourself so you have sort of the intensity and the caliber of training and the life experience of an olympic athlete but you have never once put yourself first putting yourself first is not something that is is you know it's not really part of the military culture no and not so, in a life of service it is not in a life of service and so then you add all of that sort of complexity and then when you transition out you're 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 you kind of leave your family behind you leave you leave everything you know behind you leave all of that and and you start anew and it's not like your um and for those people who were injured they kind of have um they have another layer of challenge and a lot of those you know injuries are are invisible um not everybody has ptsd but everybody certainly does have a challenge you know transitioning and uh and i think um and everybody really does need to find a new you know a new community afterwards and so that's no i was just going to say on the other side of the coin that's so important when you bring in the university people but particularly the business people is educating this world the outside world about the skill sets that military men and women have they are diverse these are not just people who take guns and shoot at bad guys like they run massive operations with big is, uh, you know, big budgets, logistical nightmares in foreign countries. I remember watching all this in Afghanistan. It's breathtaking to see what they can and do do. And in some time, and in some few cases, that if they don't do their job well, then people don't come home. Right. So you know, there's a there's an awful lot riding on it, an mm-hmm. awful lot. And so if you think about, you know, the dollar value and the amount of training that they've had, the amount of responsibility that they've had and, and the structure that they've had to work within, it's, it's, it's quite astounding. And, and also the, the, um, as I said, the, the, you know, not putting yourself first, that comes with sort of a humbleness that, yeah. that they bring out of the military. So they're not going to want to talk, you know, about, you know, that side of their career, you know, and, you know, sometimes they don't think people would be interested, but it's just also not their way. So they mm-hmm. have all of these skills and all of these experiences and all of these, uh, you know, uh, learnings and, and opportunities, but then how do you, then they don't talk about it and how do you, and how does the civilian person ask about that and, uh, and, you know, engage in that way. So that's the thing about this. It really is to see whether people 
uh, can find an entrepreneurial answer because sometimes just going into the civilian world in an employee role is a not going to use their skill set, but it is also frightening and intimidating from the other side, from the soldier side, from the uh, the the armed forces member. So this is a way to kind of say maybe you've got a business idea that you can start yourself using some of that skills. Give us some flavor of what kind of businesses you see come out the other end of boot camp week. For sure, for sure. So we have, you know, businesses that are similar to what they did in the military. So security um, that, you know, and um, and finance and, you know, and those those kinds of logistical things like, you know, those are those are similar. So they can go into business consultancy in that way. Um, and then and then you have ones that are sort of like it, but a little bit different fitness, you know, right. you know, a lot and, and the prioritization of fitness in in the military. And then they come out and they're going, you know what, I could really contribute and uh, and, you know, open gyms, yoga studios, health like all, all of those types of things that are related to their, the culture in the military, maybe not what they did because fitness was a part of all of it. And then you have the ones on the other side that are nothing to do with what they, you know, they did. Some of them are hobbies. They're like, um, they are, um, uh, construction like, or, or, you know, uh, cabinetry. That's yeah. a, that's a common one. Um, you know, uh, B and B's. And then you also have ones that, you know, that they think that they can do a better job, like the hero dog treats, you know, he can, you know, he didn't like what he was seeing out in the market. And he said, you know what, I can, we can do a better made in Canada, you know, uh, a better quality dog treat. So that's something totally different. But what one of these um, all have in common is, is that they all have this continuing to serve element to what they yes. are. Like, and it's, 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 it's unbelievable how they all are saying, how can I continue to give? How can I continue to engage or, or give back to my, to a community? Because that's how, that's, that's what drew them. Maybe that's those are the type of people who get drawn in, into the military and are attracted to that, that service ethos. And then when they come out, um, you know, they, they do continue to serve. It's really quite extraordinary because that is to a person. I mean, when you sit there and listen, one of the elements of this boot camp week is something that we call speed dating, where uh, the people that are involved, uh, the entrepreneurs, the budding entrepreneurs, have to make their so-called elevator pitches in front of a group of people from the business community or people like me from the, the, the political, the Senate community. And it's just amazing to hear it because that is the core uh, of everything that they do. It comes back. It doesn't matter whether it's wilderness training or hunting lodges or making chocolate chip cookies. It just, that's what it's about. They do want to give back. And it's something that I think, as I was saying at the beginning, we particularly want to reward maybe this year uh, above all else that we could really reach out and support these local businesses. And, and they can um, and make a choice to, you know, find out or, I, I, you know, every business has been hit hard by yeah. the pandemic. And, you know, and, and I know we're talking about veterans here, but, you know, the whole small business community is, has been hit incredibly hard. And I think all Canadians are looking forward to sort of how can they, you know, be part of, of a solution to, you know, the, the small business that drives that drives our economy. And I think, you know, people are intentionally making small business choices. So, you know, and and uh, and even so within small business choices, you can choose to, you know, target and and uh, and maybe and buy one present from a veteran 
your own business. And then mm -hmm. maybe one buy one present from a different, you know, own business and a business that, you know, has a story behind it. You know, you are making a difference in the life of, of that family. And, and, you know, and I think it's kind of fun when you give a gift, you kind of give a story as well. So, you know, and, and uh, all the veteran owned businesses that are in by veteran.ca, which is um, the business directory that we, um, that we host. And um, it has hundreds of businesses. It needs more from Saskatchewan. And every time I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm in Saskatchewan promoting this, I'm always saying, hey, does anybody know veteran okay. owned businesses? We That's need more listed from Saskatchewan because I know there are more veteran owned businesses out there. I know there are. Okay. We, just have so to, we have to just get them listed. That's a, a pitch and a challenge. And it's, and it's <laughs> I will challenge. try and take that on too. So uh, by veterans.ca. So you've got, yep. I mean, I think there's more than 400 on there, isn't there? Last oh yeah. Time? There's about, there's over almost, I think there's 600 now. Wow. There's 600. Yeah. And so right across the country. Right across the country. And so they're sorted by province, industry sector, and also like e-business is national. So you can go on it and you can, then there's a, a mapping function and you can uh, do a search and you can kind of just zoom right in to see where the, see where those businesses are located and uh, in, in what in what region. And then you can, you know, see if there's something there there that that like that you like. Um, and or you could just, you know, reach out to them. And just say, hey, thank you for your service. You know, I, I don't think Canadian veterans hear that enough. And I think America is, is much better at that. Yeah. And then that the citizens thanking um, it being part of their culture. And I think we could do a better job at that. Yeah, it's one of my uh, hobby horses, I got to say, because having lived in the States and lived here, you see the difference. No veteran walks down the street in, in the U.S. without someone saying thank you stopping having a picture taken with the child buying them coffee whatever it is and because our bases are so separate from our big cities or even our small towns we don't see them we don't mm -hmm. see veterans walking around in their uniforms or serving members uh, in in the same numbers and we don't have that relationship mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't. And, and, uh, and also I do know that, um, you know, veteran owned businesses are a bit, a big part of small town and small community, mm -hmm. you know, you know, maintaining revitalization growth because they, you know, they often, they don't settle in, in large centers because, you know, if you've been living on bases your whole life, like there's no way you could get into a large housing market like Toronto, you know, yeah. or and, afford because it. no. it's just not, it's just not, it's just not something. And then, so they go and they start, they go, you know, back to where, where they, where they came from. Um, and, or in that, you sort of in that community and that's where, and that's where they start uh, small businesses. So if you go on the directory, you'll sort of see this concentration, you know, uh, like just hovering around Edmonton and, and, you know, certainly in the corridor between Ottawa and, and Hamilton, but right. there's so few, there's so few in Toronto and it's just yeah. because, you know, they are, they, they tend or to Vancouver. To I mean, you just don't no. see it because there's not, there yeah. are not yeah. bases. So, there. so I, I just do, I should, I should correct our, this conversation is that when we say we don't see them, I think we're talking about, we live in Toronto and Ottawa and, you know, yeah. and, and walking down the street. But I think Canadians who are listening to this, they might, you know, be living in centers where they see them more often. Yes, I'm hoping that's the case. Now, this program that you do uh, with the U of R, you also do with a couple of other universities. Yep, Université Laval, and mm -hmm. then Memorial University, and also Dalhousie. So these programs are, are replicated there. Yeah, they they're replicated in 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 essence. There are they yeah. they're structured very similarly, but they all take on like you know uh, a community aspect based on on what 
on what it is. Like the University uh, Laval has, um, they they have a sustainable business canvas that they structure everything through. So they've got the sustainability lens, uh, which is what they put everything through. Right. And then Memorial has a, has, a, has a huge student involvement. And then Dalhousie has a large uh, community involvement as well. And so it's, uh, they all have very different flavors, but, but the essence is, is that, you know, uh, why, you know, I, I often talk about, people ask me, why is bootcamp so successful? Why does it work? And there's four reasons, you know, we create a cohort. You know, we bring people who have served together. They learn together, and we create that that cohort feel. And uh, and then and there's certain and then we also allow them to kind of that cohort feel creates the second thing, which is the sense of security and uh, and ability to question yourself. So you're really only going to question your kernel of an idea that you haven't shared with anybody else, but your mother, your girlfriend, you know, and your brother and your dog. You know, you're allowed to be vulnerable and share that idea, and then get feedback on it. And then, so it's that ability to, you know, take a risk and and, uh, and share, and maybe even be critical of your idea, because you know an awful lot of businesses come into boot camp one end and then they come out the other end, very you know, more different. viable, but you know, looking <laughs> very different, but but yeah. more viable. And the the third thing is, you know, the instruction is excellent. You know, Regina, like, oh my gosh, the the faculty there is phenomenal, and the business community is phenomenal. And then the third, um, the, the fourth element is, you know, the volunteer aspect of it, yeah. which is people like you coming out, you know, the business communities coming around, all of, you know, people who have been through our program before coming around, our sponsors coming around and making time for it. So it's that volunteer aspect because, you know, we couldn't pay people like you enough to go it, we couldn't pay the you know the organizing the team in Regina. No, you know, we couldn't no. pay them enough to do it because this it's 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 a it's a it's an opportunity of of passion of them to give back, and other, um and yeah. So those no, four I was things. just going to say the other part of this that that is seeing this group called Enactus, which operates mm -hmm. on the University of Regina campus. These are young students. Mm -hmm. who may have no connection to the military, who are interested in giving back, who spend a good chunk of their summer dealing mm -hmm. with the participants in this boot camp, getting them ready, sending it back and forth, working with them there. They are an extraordinary group of young people. They are. They are. So they are part of that fourth that fourth sort of uh, leg of this chair that is so amazing is that they, um, this is a project that they take on and they create and they do all the logistical stuff. They, they, you know, put together, you know, hundreds of, you know, of binder inserts and, the, and then they, they collate all the information. They organize the speakers, they organize all the meals, the logistics, they, they do everything. And then they welcome them to the university of Regina and they say, here, we are here to help you. Like, you know, you can set down all your worries and all your baggage, and then we're just here to help you, put you in the frame of mind that you can uh, move your business forward. And they look after everything. And, uh, you know, they do research for them, and it's great. And you watch, too, when the, the veterans, the former service members come together, and you say they don't know each other. Like, this is a random group of people who are selected from across the country to come together. But there is a fundamental trust because – they know who they're talking to. Exactly. It's, it's, they, their, it's their community. It doesn't, it, it is, it's an instant connection and it's, and, and you can't, you can't get that anywhere else. And it's that, um, and, and it's interesting because some of the stories throughout the, throughout the years that, that things have happened is that, you know, um, there are people who could not have applied to boot camp or even attended boot camp because they were so angry and they were so uh, they were not happy with uh, how um, 
their military career ended. They were not happy with, with um, what happened. They were just, um, they were damaged, um, injured, and just um, maybe it took a big toll on their family. Mm-hmm. And so, and their relationships. And so looking back upon their military career and being around military people ha- has not been a positive experience for them at all. That's 20 years of their life that they don't have a positive association with. So what boot camp has done, and I've, and I've heard this time and time again, is, is it's, it's allowed them to reconnect with their military past and their military community again and create a, a positive way forward for them to look upon their past and look upon their military in a, uh, and their contribution in a, in a positive way. And, and that that's healing for yeah. them. I and actually the, saw that happen too, Kathleen. I actually watched it happen in people over the course of the week who came, as you say, came angry and then found some process of forgiveness and perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and that is like, it's those, you know, it, it's those little things that happen when you bring p- people together in a, in a, in a safe, uh, uh, really um, honest, authentic way. And, you know, and why the program is so unique is that it's, it's, it really does need all of these different elements and people have to arrive. Like the only way, the only people who do not benefit from boot camp is, is people who are not open their mind to possibly change their ideas mm-hmm. and you know and and but there's all there's something for everybody of everybody in that week and and that's because what wherever you come wherever you are in your journey there's someone that's able to meet you where you are and have an authentic conversation and listen and listen and uh and and it's just wonderful and and the, and the veterans and the, the transitioning members they go hey you mean you mean the canadians are actually interested in helping us you mean, yeah. why me? Like, why us? Like, why is everybody here? Why is the lieutenant governor? Why are we at government house having right. our, you know, having um, the graduation ceremony? A swanky ceremony. dinner at a, a graduation. Swanky, <laughs> the swanky graduation ceremony, you know. <laughs> like, why are why is the vice regal community across Canada, which they are, thank you, Ruth, uh, yeah. really involved in, in this program? And, it, and, you know, that kind of, like, wow, people are interested in helping. And I think that's what Princess Trust Canada does is that we really do provide a vehicle for people to help populations, vulnerable populations, whether that be veterans, young people who are looking for work. Um, and uh, we just provide that bridge, that opportunity, um, that translator. And I think that really is the role of, of an organization, like a, a charity, like a third party that mm-hmm. has a foot in, in a whole bunch of different worlds. And, and yet um, we kind of hover above everything in a, in we sit lightly hover and, and really are able to take people over to wherever they need to go. And yeah. so being the hub of this ecosystem that we're creating. Well, and the thing for those of us who participate in whatever way we can, I've got to tell you, it's the, one of the most um, fulfilling, rewarding things that you do because we all come with experiences. We've all had business failures and business successes and career failures and career successes. And it gives some meaning to our life as well when we share those stories who, with people who are kind of at the front end of that uh, very rocky road into the future. Nobody knows what it'll bring. And, and to connect with somebody on that level and say, look, I've been there. I've done that. Don't give up. It's really <laughs> worth it. It, it makes, uh, well, you always get get back more than you give for sure i think yeah thank you that is yeah. that is that is that is absolutely without a doubt true yeah 
So tell everybody again now uh, what they can do because people who may not be aware of this program could also connect through this website to say, hey, look, I'd like to get involved. I'd like to help. I'd like to be so a mentor, whatever. So okay, mentoring. Perfect. So that is a really great way of of an experienced entrepreneur, business professional, someone who has some a unique skill to give um, can get involved. Now we have evolved um, our mentoring to we kind of have a whole bunch of different opportunities for you mm -hmm. to mentor. Um, uh, we have a, a structured six month mentoring program, which is excellent, and that is a guided. Um, uh, uh, managed program that that will pair you um, you know your unique skills with the unique skills of a veteran and then you know come together for six months and then there are you know there's a workbook that you work through there are worksheets it's very focused it's you know it's setting goals it's it's all of that looking at moving your businesses forward and so we've had a huge amount of you know of of um, feedback um, that that's a great way for people to get involved is 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 mentor is becoming a mentor um you could also become one of our speed mentors which is a brand new thing which you took it which which is what you took a advantage of which is a speed networking thing which we're doing which is for um for veteran entrepreneurs who do not have um an opportunity you know who are not able to to engage sort of in the six month thing right. um is that they can participate in our speed networking events and so and that is sort of this rapid speed dating um, we do it on Zoom and breakout rooms where everybody comes together in, in a main room and then everybody, you know, goes off into individual uh, rooms for 10 minutes and they have these intensive 10, 10 minute conversations. And so for, and then, you know, you come back and then you, you know, you go with another person. And so for anybody who's looking to get involved with Princess Trust in a way, then you could register to be a, a speed networking expert. That would be super, that would be super, super great. Yeah. And, and, and then it's from fun. there. It's really fun. <laughs> Crazy. Exactly. So yeah, and then yeah, and you could do that, and you sir, and you can buy veteran, and you can encourage other people to buy veteran. And if you've come across a veteran-owned business, say, hey, do you know about, um, do you know about, you know, buyveteran.ca? Because really, buyveteran.ca is more than a business directory. It's it's like, you know, it's sort of the buy veteran movement in Canada. Right. It is, you know, it's it's for, and it's also for the veterans as much as it is for civilians. So they can see all the diverse businesses they can reach out and say hey you know what i think i want to be a photographer you know right. i'm i'm looking at doing that and then they go onto the directory and then they see some photographers and then they then can they talk reach to out them and they and they talk to them so Absolutely. there's lots of different different options um of of why getting you know pulling um, a community of people together in in the benefits of that anyway there's just there's just so much going on yep and that I, if um, somebody wants to get involved we bring on bring it on yeah bring it on and check the website i want to say uh kathleen to you because i know how hard you work in the group and she has been recognized for this the 2018 recipient of the Veterans Ombudsman Commendation for a National Organization. She's the recipient of the Treble Victor Group 2019 Commendation for Exemplary Service and Support of Veterans. I'm sure there are more, uh, but it's, it's just nice to see that getting recognized and uh, the work that you put in. Well, so. we couldn't do it without our huge network and, <laughs> and we couldn't do it without you, couldn't do it without our, our huge network and the support that that we get. I think we have a really winning formula. Yeah. And I think sure. that, that is really um and it, you know, it's run on goodwill, positivity and contribution and collaboration. So, you know, all that stuff so we, important. 
We'll try and get that Saskatchewan component a, a bigger, larger. Up, up, okay, up, exactly, up, up, up. exactly, exactly. All right. Well, all the best to you. Uh, we're all going to try and have the merriest Christmas we can under the circumstances. And this is one way to make uh, someone who served their country feel better and make yourself feel better for doing it. Kathleen, thanks again for being Thank with you, us. Senator. And we'll see you again next year. Yes, for sure. And remember, everybody, that we live in the home of the free because of the brave. We need to thank them every day. Bye-bye.